We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right back at it. Uh, not coming in and out with music. It just is not the time for it. Not that kind of night. Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host. I've got another hour. We're inside 1 o'clock. And I'm just, you know trying to get as much information as I can to relay to you on DeMar Hamlin's health, his status, but there's no information coming out of the hospital. They shut all of that down and uh, prayers up again for his family and the people close to him, his teammates that went to see him. What I did find, even though I'm trying to stay out of the cesspool that is Twitter, I'm just going straight up to my uh, you know notifications where I have tweets uh, from reporters, and one of them is Ryan Dunleavy, who covers the Giants. And um, this is a Bills game that we just saw. Damar Hamlin was drafted by the Bills. This is his second year, and there are players on the Giants that played with him last season in Buffalo. And then, obviously, you know the connection between Dable and Shane. and uh, So there's obviously a connection you know, to the New York Giants and this player. Um, Ryan Dunleavy put that out there, and he also said that the NFL is having a conference call right now. Not right now, but over the last hour, because he put that out 49 minutes ago. And NFL Executive Vice President Troy Vincent said he's never seen anything like it, that everyone was traumatized. But the emergency action plan in place at every stadium that they have in place at every stadium worked as designed. And... um he said that, that it never crossed his mind to talk about warming up, that there was no time period to get the team warmed up. Maybe some refs might have said that or somebody on the broadcast might have signaled that, but um, no, they, they weren't going to try and force those players to play after five minutes. And he said that's ridiculous, insensitive, and not a place we should ever be in. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just... There was a lot of different reactions in the moment. Like I said, Monday Night Football is the only game on. There's a lot of people watching. A lot of people had different things riding on the game and all of that just in a, a blink of an eye. That doesn't matter anymore. And uh, that's all I've got as far as updates from the interwebs and uh, trying to you know find out anything that people are saying or you know where this might be going. I think this is something that we find out about uh, in like eight hours, maybe on the morning show. They'll have some updates, but I don't have any updates for you guys. This last hour, I'll take your calls, and we'll talk through it. Uh, please be sensitive to the player, his family, um, and anyone else listening that you know may not care about anything else besides this young man's health. That is paramount. That is um, the focus right now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm doing my best to host around this. I tried to put out some topics, and, uh, we, you know, we can still talk about the Jets and the Giants and the topics that we had on the fan all day today that I was prepared to talk about before this unfortunate event happened. So let's go to Joe on Long Island to switch it up a bit. What's up, Joe? Hey, Keith. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New and Year. Thank you. Yes, first show back in the new year. Yeah, let's try to keep some positive vibes. So obviously a lot is out of our control right now, and uh, prayers go out to the Bills and everything that's going on. Um, what I wanted to talk about was the Jets quarterback situation right now. We start 6-3, and three and we lose five in a row. Um, Geno Smith takes us down, our former quarterback. Uh, you know, I'm getting sick of these rookie quarterbacks, and I think we need to bring in another veteran. I'm hoping we have, um, you know, that connection with the Packers after getting Brett Favre wanted to see what your input was as far as who you think we should go to as far as a veteran quarterback, uh, whether that be Derek Carr, whether that be Aaron Rodgers, maybe Jordan Love, since Aaron Rodgers maybe makes a crazy playoff push and they get to the uh, NFC championship game. Um, or who else do you think would be a good veteran quarterback? And I want to give you a shout-out, too. I know you're saying bad things about Twitter, but uh, awesome six-pack ebbs in your cover page 
uh, your cover image, and uh, maybe you could share some best practices. Positive <laughs> vibes. Uh, let's keep positive vibes here, and you know, obviously yeah, let's try and laugh a little bit. We could try and laugh a yeah, little bit. Thank you. There's a lot of uncertainty, but God, God will help us, and uh, keep saying prayers. But you're doing an awesome job. I wanted to see what are your thoughts on the Jets QB situation as far as bringing in a veteran. I got it, Joe. I'll take it from here. Thanks for the call and the compliment. Um, for the six-pack abs that are in the picture on my Twitter, I don't have them anymore. Um, between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and this past New Year's weekend, they're gone. So I got to build them back. I got no secrets for that. Uh, I will tell you that abs are built in the kitchen, not in the gym. So if you're doing uh, 500 sit-ups and you're not getting the results you want, check your diet. Write out your meals and start there. Now, with the Jets and their quarterback situation, I, I know that Jets fans like to dream, but we got to get more realistic here. First off, think about the destination. This is the Jets, right? This is the New York Jets. Now, I guess, yeah, New, New York is appealing, but this is the Jets. I don't think that, you know, some of these guys are, are dying to come here. Um, I don't think some of these guys are dying to be the savior or to have to deal with all that pressure that comes with trying to be the savior. Now, sure, if you're a competitor, right, you want a quarterback that takes that head on, and I think that this team is better now and has weapons and some things that will attract a quarterback to want to come here and play. Oh, Brees Hall be healthy next year? Cool. Garrett Wilson? Saw a little bit of that kid? He's going to be a stud. Like, Garrett Wilson had 1,000 yards this season through Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, and Mike White. In his rookie year. Get him a quarterback. If you've listened to me on the fan, I'm like, hold on. Mike White being the quarterback or trying to figure it out with Zach Wilson. No, 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 no. That goes out of the window. You drafted one of those guys. Garrett Wilson is him. And the only way a receiver can really be him is if he's got a good quarterback. Right? He's got to have somebody that can consistently put the ball on him. He gets open, but the ball is not there. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers will come to New York under any circumstances. Uh, I, Brett Favre, that, that has nothing to do with, with, with now. Aaron Rodgers has played in one jersey. He's probably got a whole compound in Wisconsin where he lives. He's not coming to New Jersey to play for the Jets. So who else, right? Tom Brady. I heard Craig talking about Tom Brady today. And he, I guess, is the first one out loud enough, you know, to say Miami should get Tom Brady. We already heard about them tampering to try and get Tom Brady. He lives in Miami, right? Giselle and his kids live in Miami. Makes perfect sense to me. Tua, there's some uncertainty there. Skylar Thompson and, and Teddy Bridgewater, they might not even be there. And they really, it doesn't matter if, if the GOAT wants to go to Miami. He's going to go to Miami and play. I think that's a a way better landing spot for a Tom Brady than the Jets. I I would I would bet that Tom Brady doesn't very much like the Jets. Actually, I would I would think that Tom Brady isn't that he doesn't like the Jets because he he owned the Jets. He probably doesn't look at that Jets jersey as a jersey he wants to put on. If he's going to go back to the AFC East, it'll be in sunny Florida and hot Miami. Lamar Jackson has been out there talked about, but we haven't seen him in weeks. And uh, I don't know what the Ravens do. They might franchise tag him or pay him. I don't think he gets out of there. I honestly think that the Jets should be starting here. Not with a quarterback. We'll get to that in a second. But they should be starting here. Who are your coaches? Your head coach? I don't know if I don't know if Rob Sala is the guy. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if he's the guy. He didn't have control of that locker room. He got ahead of himself a little bit with the receipts comment. Yeah, like I, all season, he backed Zach Wilson to the point where it's like, come on, coach. We understand having the kids back, but he, he doesn't have it. You're going to waste this whole season. You're going to waste all those other grown men in the locker room season on Zach Wilson. You're going to die hard on that pick because that was the first pick of your tenure, your era. And you know this kid doesn't have it. You're a defensive coach. You watch film. You know he's not the guy. But you you got in front of the podium and told the media all these different things. You even went so far as to call 
us, the people, or, or the, the media, the or the fans, oh, you guys are the instant coffee era. You're in this instant coffee era. Nah, bro, it's not an instant coffee thing. These kids played 20-some NFL games. He's in year two. That's on you. It's, 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 it's not instant. And then he also talked about Jets players going elsewhere and being successful. I saw I saw Evan lay into him about that. I'm like, man, he handled the media wrong at a few different turns this year. So if Woody Johnson wants to go somewhere else after two years, I would understand that. I don't care if Mike LaFleur was your best man at your wedding. Is he the best man to call plays for the New York Jets? I don't think so. And I haven't thought so all season. So they got to start there. Who's coaching this quarterback? Before Jimmy Garoppolo can be signed or a Derek Carr can be traded here, who is the head coach? And who's calling the plays? Because I wouldn't want to waltz into anywhere with an offensive coordinator that can't put me in position to win. I mean, if Derek Carr is working with Josh McDaniels and can't figure it out out there with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, is he going to just magically come to the new? No. So start there. Before we start talking about who's going to be the quarterback for the New York Jets, it's Tuesday now. So less than a week from now, it'll be Black Monday. And no, no sales are going on, but fire sales. I'll be getting these coaches out of here. You guys know how that goes. And then next thing you start talking about Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton. Is this guy the right guy to coach the Jets? And don't give me the, he's a defensive-minded coach. The defense was so good this year. They, they started off all right. They tailed off at the end. And please go back to the games that they won and who they faced. Trevor Simeon, after he hurt himself in warm-ups, Skylar Thompson with the Dolphins. Just stop. Just stop. Like, Jets fans, I, I, I feel your pain. Oh, the pain. I had an oh, the pain beer over the weekend. Shout out to my boy, Maz. My boy, Mario, had a Christmas party. And when I came in, I was like, I don't need anything. And he's like, oh, I got something for you. I saved this for you. Hackensack Brewing Company. Oh, the pain. Double India Pale Ale. They got a nice little IPA. 8.5% alcohol. In Jets colors, and it says, oh, the pain in Joe Beningo's style from his uh, podcast. So I'm guessing Joe Beningo gets some type of parts from that, some type of sales from that. But uh, I knew the Jets weren't winning this past weekend. I knew Mike White wasn't the, um, <laughs> I knew he wasn't the savior. I knew he wasn't going to go into Lumen Field out west and start slinging the ball around to Corey Davis. and Stop. Stop. The Jets have mismanaged multiple quarterbacks. So before we talk about who's the next quarterback, which they shouldn't be drafting a quarterback for a long time, I would stay away from that. But before you bring the next veteran quarterback in, maybe a Gardner Minshew type, you got to know that your offensive coordinator knows what to do in this NFL. Mike LaFleur, Mike LaFleur is still learning what to do in this NFL. So is his brother Matt. They're still figuring it out. And the Jets are ahead of schedule with this defense and some of the talent that they have on offense. They need to be ready to roll next year. They can't be still figuring it out. The fans won't accept it. People won't accept it in the media around here. The Jets started off, what, 6-3 and three or something like that? And then they just lost the rest of the way. Just fell flat on their faces. Couldn't get it done. So... Don't ask who the Jets' next quarterback is. Ask who their offensive coordinator is going to be in 2023. Ask who their head coach is going to be. I know everyone's going to say, oh, Salah, you know, you did a good job this year. Good job? I think we could actually pick apart a lot of the things that he did where he did a bad job. And then across the street, when you look at Brian Dable and the New York Giants and what they were able to do this first year, People think about that stuff, too, when they're looking at the Jets. I know I made the mistake of lumping the Jets and the Giants together as far as their playoff hopes. I'm like, oh, both these teams are cooked. Giants were losing games. Jets were losing games. I didn't think either one could get off the mat from the last couple years that we've seen of them. No, something's different inside the New York Giants locker room. They have coaches that are unfazed. They have coaches that strategize and game plan, and put their team with less talent than the Jets roster in positions to win every week. And those guys fight, and they scrap, and they figure out how to win and get into the playoffs in a year that no one had them as a playoff team. 
Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Spoiler alert, no one's calling to talk about the Jets. No one's calling to talk about the Giants. Not one call tonight about the Nets winning 12 in a row or the Knicks getting a win in Madison Square Garden. Unfortunately, we have a story that's going to dominate WFAN from tonight when I was able to hurry up and get here at 10.30 before my show that was supposed to start at 12. This story is going to dominate the rest of today, January 3rd. I'm praying and hoping that we get good news out of Cincinnati about DeMar Hamlin. He's in critical condition. He's at the hospital with family, with his teammates, but they're not giving anyone any updates. So on WFAN, on sports radio across the country, and on ESPN tonight and probably other sports stations, they are covering this with the information that we have. I think I've gone through all the information that we have. So the rest that we have is to speculate. The rest that we can do is to think about what happens next. But no one can know what happens next until we know what happens with this young man and how he's ultimately doing in the state that he's in. So I'm taking calls on it. But, I mean, I don't know what else we can really say on it. Let's go to uh, Jackson Heights and talk to Paul. Paul, what's up, man? You're on the fan. Hey, great show. I'm sorry it's such a tragic event. And my heart goes out to the young man and his family. And I hope when it comes time to decide what to do, that the players have the majority of the say in this. That's one thing I'd like to say. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But and, I don't. I don't know if business works like that. I don't know if the you know employees uh, have more say than the owners and the well, league. True or not, but I'm saying what 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 is is not necessarily what should be. That's right. all I'll say. On I'm with that. you on that. And I think they stepped up tonight and they said, "No, we're not playing." If, if anyone right. was trying to get them to, to play, they weren't going for it. So that's good. And I'd like to say something about the Jets. Because I'm a huge Jet fan, and I was kind of upset when they played Mike White because he had a major injury. When they hit him and strain and sprained his um, um, sternum, ribs, yeah, that's pretty serious. Yeah, he and got smacked, and and the fact that he he went to the hospital that night and he was out of that game twice, and they kept bringing him back in. And and I'm glad you brought that up because so when I'm why, looking at this young man, I'm like, him not the next week. Because it's the NFL, right? And this is exactly what we're talking about tonight. Sometimes, like, we 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 need to think about the fact that these are men, right? He's a father. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got to go home to. It isn't all about the Jets beating the Bills. And, and what about next year? We're going to need him. He, I think if he wasn't hurt, he would have won that game in Seattle. Maybe. I think he's still feeling it, too. There's just no way that you can heal up those bones. They said that was a three- to five-week healing process, and I think he yeah. got two weeks. And, uh, you know, he did what he could, but he was also he was hurt in that game. You could you could see the pain in his face when he was getting sacked. It's like, man, this, this dude is beat up, but he's trying to gut it out because he wants to be a warrior. He wants to be a tough guy. He wants to be the leader. He's yeah. the quarterback of the team. Well a long injury and painful lifetime illnesses from this, you know, they, they, they gotta be more mindful. When you take a hit like that, that's it. You, you gotta be out for a few weeks. I'm sorry, man. You know, I want my team to win. I want to go to the Super Bowl, but I don't want it to be over the injuries and worse of the players. Right, Matt Milano. That hit. I'll never get that hit out of my head. That Matt Milano right. laid on Mike White. I'm like, this dude. Like I, the fact that he was even able to get up, I commend him for that. But yeah, everybody is focused on winning. Whether it's winning your fantasy league, winning money in FanDuel, or just getting to win on the field. Players, not me. Unfortunately, right. And there needs to be more people that step in and say, "Hey, stop that! Stop that! It's, it's not what, all about what about that. what about what." Uh, m- not Eli's brother, um, Peyton Manning. He played with a broken neck. What kind of sicky stuff is that? Right. So, I mean, if we really want to go back in time, the NFL was never mindful of this type of stuff, right? The, right. They the, denied the, the the concussions. It's a blood sport. It's a war out there. And the NFL wasn't, I mean, when I first, when I was it young and watching, better. when I was watching the NFL, there was no talk about, 
different helmets and CTE and and yeah. changing. Like I've watched the NFL change through my adulthood. Right, the kickoffs aren't the same anymore. Pass interference, roughing the passer, helmet to helmet. Uh, Derwin James got thrown out of the last Monday Night Football game because it was helmet to helmet. You led with your helmet. We're taking that out of the game. That can hurt somebody really bad. Can't do it. But yeah, and there, people forget there's a, the um, Jack Tatum and he he. Well, I forgot the guy who he took out, but this guy like. He had a broken neck and was paralyzed for the rest of his life. Somebody brought that up to me today. Uh, I don't know. I could probably find it. It was a Daryl. Daryl. Daryl something. Yeah. Daryl Stingley. And then there's one. Yeah. Yeah. There was another name that they brought up. Like like those were before my time. But that's what I'm saying. It goes on. I remember. You know. I remember. I'm I'm a Dallas fan. I remember Troy Aikman was concussed. I think in the Super Bowl. And uh, he kept playing, and 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 his career was cut short because of concussions. Like you yeah, know, when they I, no. when when, Ju- yeah. when Junior Seau took his life, they talked about you know they looked at his brain, and they're like, this guy wasn't okay in the head. He had CTE. He was a linebacker. He was running into people for twenty plus years. Yeah. What about Mike Webb? There's a, there's a long list. Uh, the NFL supposedly. You know, wasn't even taking care of these guys after their playing career, and they just started right. doing that in the recent years. And all of this stuff is bringing more attention to it. And like I said, this conversation is going to dominate WFAN for the next 24 hours. Is going to dominate any yeah. sports coverage on ESPN, FS1, CBS Sports, whatever. And uh, hopefully, we get to like the conversation you and I are having about, hey, yeah. like what can we do to prevent this? Tonight, I think was a fluke. There was no way to prevent that. But uh, just the more attention and the more awareness that we can bring to it is 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 needed in this game. Well, one last thing I'm saying. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, this is why I like baseball better. Yeah, but I had a caller, I think, say that this happens in baseball, and you think about it, the way he, this young man got hit, he got hit directly in in his chest. You could get hit with a pitch or. Uh, you know, hit with a with a ball yeah. like that. It's a freak accident. Thanks for the call, Paul. No, there's a there's that's the thing. We also had a call about you know all oh, the NFL needs to. I was watching the game. T Higgins catches the ball on a crossing route across midfield. When he feels like he's about to get tackled, he turns up. He heads north. You know how they say get north and south. Well, he was running east and west. He was actually running west. And when he stuck his foot in the ground to head north, T. Higgins is a big dude. Not not in weight, but T. Higgins is tall. He's 6'4", 218. So with all of that speed, when he decided to put his foot in the ground and head north, his helmet went into DeMar Hamlin's chest. And the way that it hit his chest, even he didn't know he was messed up. He stood up, right? He hit the ground and was able to stand up. But then he collapsed. It was a freak accident. There's no way to prevent it. Uh, there was no way to stop it. There was no penalty, no rule change. There's no helmet. It's just one of those things. And it brings us all back to reality that these are human beings. That at any moment somebody could get hurt out there and be hospitalized and worse can happen. We don't know the future for this young man. And that's why tonight... Please send your prayers and your thoughts to him, his family, and everyone directly affected by it. We're all affected by it as fans. I'm affected by it as as a host tonight. It, it changed my night. But like I, I, he's not someone I know. He's not someone I was even familiar with until tonight. the The only thing I remembered was I remembered watching him play in 2019 because I watched Kenny Pickett on Pitt. So I'm like, okay, I kind of remember seeing him. But other than that, it's not like this is an NFL superstar, and none of that matters. What matters is the attention right now is all on this young man's life, and he is in critical condition doing what he's paid to do, doing what he loves to do, doing something that none of us thought. Like, nobody thought that this could happen. And I brought up fantasy football, and I'll bring bring it up again, and it's not about... Uh, you know, fantasy football winnings or or where my heart is or where my mind is. But when I was talking to my wife tonight 
being in the fantasy football championship. I even told my wife, I want a new dining room table. How much is a dining room table? She's like, $1,000 the one I want. I'm like, well, I might win 800 tonight. She's like, what's uh, what's stopping you from winning 800 I'm like, I need Josh Allen to score 15 points. She's like, Josh Allen? He's definitely going to score 15 points. I'm like, he could get hurt. He could get hurt in the first quarter and not reach 15. She's like, okay, let's watch and hope that doesn't happen. I said, I, I hope no one gets hurt. I hope they all play. Uh, this is a huge game. There's a ton of people that can't wait to see this game. I was thinking about this game all week. Save the best for last. Monday night football. And God works in his ways. I think we all needed this uh, reality check. We all needed this like harsh pill to swallow to, to realize. Hey, because I, I, like, I know there are, there's billions of dollars going into FanDuel and all of these betting apps. There's a ton of people that were locked in tonight thinking they were going to cash out for their fantasy league. Well... Table all of that. Right now, we have someone in critical condition from playing a game. And the last thing we want to see is this get worse. We're praying that this man pulls through. All right, Keith McPherson on the fan. I got about a half hour left. If you're on hold, stay on hold. I'll get to you. But, uh, you know, I I know no one's going to call up and talk about Kyrie's one-handed put-back dunk or Jalen Brunson uh, being back in the line. Like, it, it doesn't matter. This is a story. This is Sports Talk Radio, and we'll continue with your calls and more uh, Sports Talk right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we're back. Hopefully you're having a okay night. I know it's tough to uh, process all of this. I think at one point, a half hour ago or so, I said, hey, <laughs> you don't want to talk any more about this or hear any more about this and you just want to go to bed, sleep this one off, go for it. But this isn't something that's going to go away. This is the beginning of the story, and uh, I'm monitoring it, but my show will be over at 2 a.m. I don't expect to get anything until tomorrow sometime, maybe uh, the morning show, maybe Tiki and Tierney. We'll get an update on it. It's a tragic situation, something you never expect. And I never thought about it. didn't cross my mind at all until it happened. And uh, everything else we had running, everything else we had going, who's going to be the number one seed? And Oh, how many yards is Stephon Diggs going to have? How many touchdowns is Jamar Chase? Like, that all just went out the window. And it's unfortunate when you see people react in the other kind of way. Um, some people definitely uh, said some things or put some things out there that they – are going to soon regret if they don't already. But the reality is, like, people need a reality check. Sports fans, we are so wild in our fandom. We are so ridiculous in our, you know, money now attached to fandom. And sometimes you, you get clouded, right? Your vision is clouded as far as, like, what you're watching. It's American Gladiator. It is not, it's worse than American. American Gladiator it was fake. Um, it's it's modern day gladiator like Russell Crowe. Um, but there, when you're watching that, or when you were watching that uh, way back in ancient times, you know people died, and you watch that, and that's like crazy. You know this is NFL football. Like I just was saying before, like I've watched so many college bowl games, I've watched so many NFL games in this last couple weeks and you don't think about it every time the ball gets snapped those guys are at risk every time a big hit happens we woo big hit baby let's go they're hitting today and you don't think about it like yeah they're hitting today but those are those are human beings 
Those guys are wearing it. They're feeling it. And uh, the wrong pressure point, the wrong impact point, could put somebody in the hospital. And, uh, you know, now we go from having our own interest to all being interested in, in one thing, and that's the health of DeMar Hamlin. And, uh, again, prayers up for him. I hope, I hope that young man pulls through because um, I'd hate to hear this story go a different way later in the week. And then, um, you know, who knows? Don't even want to speak it into existence. All right, to the phones. Jim is in Wontog next up on the fan. You got it, Jim. Hey, Keith, how you doing? Been better, been better. Honestly, first show of the new year. Uh, I come back from, you know, a nice little weekend, and I got to hustle in, uh, and I'm, yeah. there's no way to prepare about this. No one here at WFN to prep me on this one. No, but uh, happy new year, and um, I'd, I'd just like to tell you a little bit, like, you know, you're talking about how um, uh, Hamlin got hurt. Um I'm a Giants fan. I remember when Lawrence Taylor took out Theismann, you know? Yeah. And uh, and that was a physical injury. But this injury, is this is something from the heart. And God, God knows, you, you know, you, you want, you, you're hoping for this guy to come through. Right. You want him to come through. It's different than like right? a, didn't it, didn't, Lawrence Taylor break uh, Theismann's leg or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he broke his leg. Yeah, he ended did. up ending he his did. career, but it, like that's different. Like your leg is broken, short. Like that's traumatic. Yeah, no, but that's an injury. That's an injury, and you know what? Professional sports, you deal with an injury. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's just a different layer of him being unconscious. It's just a different yeah, layer of him not being able to breathe on his own. That's, that's added to this. That just makes it even more scary. This is the heart. You can't mess with the heart. The heart is the the essential asset of an athlete. You can't. If you mess with the heart, if the heart goes, then there is no athlete. Right. And and unfortunately, he took a shot right to the chest, and you could tell there was something going on. I, I I pray for him, and I pray for his family. And I'll hang up, and I'll let you talk. Because I know you're you're a very good talker, and I really love your show. Um, but I pray for him, yeah. and I pray for his family. I mean, uh, that's all we can do right now. It's it's in God's hands. Thank you for the call, Jim. And prayers up again to uh, the family. T Higgins put out my prayers and thoughts go out to Hamlin Hamlin Island. That's uh, his at on Twitter and the Hamlin family. I'm praying that you pulled through, bro. Love and from what I saw. T. Higgins needed consoling. T. Higgins' mom uh, had to get him out of the locker room with her arm around him. That's tough. It's tough. You don't want to be the guy that delivered the hit, and he's not the guy that delivered the hit. Honestly, like I, I, I watched this play now 20 times. As a wide receiver, you get in the traffic, and you feel bodies coming in on you. You're protecting yourself. So in a way, he was protecting himself and protecting the ball, and he lowered his, his shoulder and his helmet and, you know, that's the other side of these helmet-to-helmet hits, right? When uh, And that wasn't helmet-to-helmet, it was helmet-to-chest. But, like, when when there's a defenseless receiver and the DBs are coming in, those get flagged. But there's no flag for the, you know, offensive player. And maybe there is, but you don't really see that. Like, the offensive player using his head as a weapon and, and being a battering ram going into whoever's coming. And that's, you know, what T. Higgins did to, to help um, – you know, prevent himself from taking a hit or, or, or getting stripped of the ball. And it's a freak accident. I don't know if saying an act of God is the right thing to say, but like something this rare happening is an act of God. All acts of God aren't positive, but like it's in God's hands. And, and may the Lord bless him. I hope he pulls through because like this is going to be a, a rough week, the first week of 2023 to start like this. But then again, like I said, I think it's a reality check before we go into the playoffs, before we get to the next Super Bowl for for these wild obsessed fans that we are. I'm in it. I'm included. I, I I'm ashamed to say how much money I lost betting on the NFL this season. I gotta stop. But I can't. <laughs> and uh there's a lot of people that, that are with me that have probably put up way more than me. It's a lot for me to lose. 
It beats my my new record. And I mean, even when I win, I'm like, it's not a win. <laughs> I can't come back to even. I'm just, you know, making up ground. But I still play because it's fun, man. I, I love that feeling on Sunday when legs of my parlays are starting to hit. And even if they don't all hit, like it enhances the game. Fantasy football, I've played since I started playing fantasy football. And like, here I go trying to sound like I'm older than people that listen to WFAM, but I'm not. I started playing fantasy football when we had to print out the names and scratch them off and write the list out. Like, I remember Randy Moss being on the Raiders and, and having that draft at one of my friend's houses. And we have all the names picked out and we're writing our teams out and we're going through the rounds. That was before these apps and before it got digital and before these leagues really could be created. Like, I don't know. We, we do a ton. The NFL owns a day of the week. You have plans on Sunday, whether you have plans in your house, whether you go to the tailgate at the game, whether you have your favorite bar you go to, you know, that's another thing. Like, there's so much in the business around the NFL. The the NFL is like an uh, $18 billion business or something like that. But, like, what about the restaurant that their best day of the week is Sunday and they do a great Sunday football, right? You know, they're impacted. If we can't play these games coming up this weekend, it's secondary to the health of this young man. But what if they postpone the game for a week and you have, like, I'm just saying there's, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things involved here. And when something like this happens, it stops all of that. Period. Stop. It, it stops all of that. Um, a hard break. I was, Like I said, I was sitting on the couch comfortable. I just watched the Nets win, and it timed up where the M- NFL game was starting, Monday Night Football. We, you know, we saw the Tyler Boyd touchdown. We're like, okay, we're in for a game here. The Bengals are legit. And that all gets paused. That all gets stopped. Let's go to Philip in Jamaica, Queens, next up on the fan. Hello, Chief. Thank you for taking uh, my call. And I just want to say uh, you have a lot of class. Um, and don't listen to those Twitter tw- 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 people. Uh, yeah, I'm off. Put in this my mom was texting me like, yo, don't, you know, don't, don't let them get to you. I'm like, they don't get to me. But I'm on this app looking for information. And then I'm hit with trolls. But I'm, I'm hit with trolls every day. One thing I will say, and thank you for that, Philip. I learned a lot this year being on WFAN. I came out of Twitter. I came out of Instagram and YouTube. So it was, you know, a daily thing for me. But being on the radio, the radio doesn't have anything to do with Twitter. This is real. Twitter is fake. So I try to not bring Twitter too much into the radio for the negative. But what well, do you I just want to say, uh, well, first of all, my heart obviously goes out to um, the Hamlin family. And Hamlin, it shows you how. In life, you never know what happens. But I want to look at this from another angle. Uh, you brought it up about Ike Higgins. How's he going to handle it? Knowing that he's the last person, you know, I know he was protecting himself. but he, I'm not saying he caused it, but he's the last person who basically was involved with this. And how, I, I can't imagine what he's going through. Like, not that he caused it, but like, no, yeah, the, he's struggling, and, and that's tough. It's a that's a terrible feeling because he he had no malicious intent. Like I said, even I don't even think he could see who he was going at. Like he was protecting himself, turning up field, and and bracing for impact. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like to me, it's like giving someone a high five, and then that person gets a heart attack. It's like. Yeah, but not even a high five. A high five is to someone that you're you're kind of in cahoots with, right? These guys are battling against each other, but like, it doesn't matter. Like when something like this happens, they they aren't Buffalo versus Cincinnati, right? They they they're all on the same. You know, they're all football players. They're all in the same field. You you never want to see a guy get hurt. I never wanted to see oh. a player get hurt when I played. Like I don't care if that changes the game in our favor. Like. It, people's health is important. You you want everyone to be able to walk out of that game. Oh, definitely. I'm just saying, I, I can't imagine what... Uh, and Hamlet, uh, of course, the most important thing is that he makes it, but I can't imagine what, what Higgins is done. I don't know if he could ever um, be the same because he might say well, to himself... It depends. Well, I... It depends what happens to to this young man. Thanks for the call, Philip. I, I think, you know, I think... T. Higgins is going to be able to play. I think he's he's going to be able to continue his career, but it's never going to leave his mind what happened. And 
The same way we don't have any information and we're kind of waiting on the next thing and we have to all wait until tomorrow, you know, I'm sure he'll feel a lot better when he can potentially talk to DeMar Hamlin. I'm sure he'll feel a lot better when he gets word that, okay, you know, it was scary that first night, but uh, they took care of him and, and he's back to breathing on his own and he's, he, 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 you know, he's awake now and that type of thing. But we don't like, we don't know if that's going to happen. That's, what we're praying for and we're hoping for. So that's what tonight is all about into this early morning. And um, this is going to be the lead for every sports show and every radio show, talk show. There are people sleeping um, that went to sleep. I don't think anyone went to sleep when this happened. This was at 8.55, but people went to sleep without getting all the information. And some people are going to wake up and walk right into it. And it's unfortunate because it's all bad. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take another break. Don't go anywhere unless you want to go to sleep and dodge this conversation. I understand. Be right back after this. Back from the break, still trying to collect information. And, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin, I, 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 what I would hope and what I'm seeing, and I, and I hope this continues, is that more comes out about the type of person that this young man is, right? Because uh, a lot of times he's just a number three on the bills. Or a lot of times you're looking at the game, he's just – a random football player, and like I said before, he, you know, he's not Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs, or you know, Joe Burrow or or Jamar Chase, but he's a man and he's got a family and he does things uh, for for people to help people. And one of those things that he was known for and that he just recently did, supposedly he started this in 2020 while he was at Pitt, but um, he had a toy drive. For you know, less fortunate kids, and I think Paulie put the information out there that he had a GoFundMe posted on his Twitter, and now that GoFundMe has over a million dollars in it, and I don't know what that jumped from, but that shows you how affected people are, how many people had money to give and tried to do anything that they could to help. Like, I, I just feel like. If you're a decent human being, you see something like that and and you're hurt by that. I'm hurt by it. Like, you know, I've tripped over my words all night tonight. I've tried to focus tonight. I tried to add some other things, but there's not there's nothing else. There's not there's nothing else to think about until we know that this young man is okay. It's going to be in the front of everyone's mind. And, And, you know, prayers are needed, but we know that prayers you know, prayers can't physically do anything. It's in God's hand. So, Lord, please bring this young man back. I just saw on Twitter now, this GoFundMe is at $2.7 million. And that was the most recent update on it at one Let's see this right here. Okay, um, at one forty-eight from the Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest Following a hit in our game versus the Bengals, his heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. So that is from the official, thanks bro, from uh, the official Buffalo Bills Twitter account three minutes ago. I don't expect any more updates. I don't expect any news to come out until sometime Maybe tomorrow? I, I can't call it. Uh, and not tomorrow. It's already tomorrow. But sometime today, man, I'm just hurt by this. I'm sad. And it's it, it's no one's fault. It's nothing that anyone could have prevented. And it's just a, it's just a harsh reality. And, uh, you know, sometimes you need harsh realities to kind of just reset things. Sometimes you need something to happen. Not that anybody wanted this to happen and not that this is a positive situation, but like positive things can come from it. Uh, I'm glad that the NFL had their emergency, you know, um, plan in place. I'm glad that they didn't try to replay this game. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they were able to react quick enough and get this man some help. And uh, that is paramount. That is the uh, most important story of the night, the most important story in sports. Nobody cares about the NBA games that went on, the Winter Classic. 
this I don't know. There, I don't really have much to add to it. I, I could take the you know next couple calls. I don't think anyone is going to say anything to you know make you think anything differently. I think we've said everything, but you're you're going to keep hearing this uh, on WFAN um, and anywhere else. Um, this is a story that's going to dominate sports this first week of 2023 with everyone getting back to doing what they do. Let's go to Flushing. Andre is on the fan. You got it. What's good, brother? Keith McPherson, how you doing? I'm all right. Been better, but thanks for calling up and helping out. What you got? All right, let me tell you, man. I'm a huge fan. Ever since the minute I heard you, um, I know you're somebody that carries yourself with a lot of respect. And um, I just want you to continue spreading that positive energy on the radio because um, I show everybody love and respect people that I know that I don't know, and I know you're the same way. Um, I wanted to say, so I feel like in, in the universe, we're all connected as one, like a human being race, because my, my night got changed because of, because of what happened. And, um, you know, so I just feel like if we could all treat each other, you know, in a better way, just mm-hmm. be nice to each other. I think that's that's an improvement in just our, our life as a person in general and just, you know, being being good to, you, to one another. Amen, uh, bro. You Thank you. Thank you for adding yeah. that to the show. That That is how I feel. That is how I conduct myself. You you got me spot on. I don't treat anybody like they're less than me. I don't treat anybody mm-hmm. like they're better than me. I treat everybody with respect. And, um yeah. You, you're you're 100% correct with that. We all are connected. When you see a human being laying lifeless like that on a football field, you immediately should switch to, is that person okay? The rest of this stuff doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I think that's thought. I think that's what happened for the most part. And, and also, I feel like in life, everything happens for a reason, right? So let me give you an example. A couple of days ago, I fell and I, I cracked, like I cracked, uh, fractured three ribs, right? And it messed, up, it messed up my whole plans for New Year's. But maybe maybe that, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that happened because something else could have happened to me on New Year's. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. You know, you got, and, 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 and this happening tonight, it's, it, it makes us reflect, you know? So so it could be good. It could be bad. But, you know, we we have the choice to think and to change, like, Everything is are. connected, bro. There's a butterfly mm-hmm. effect. One thing happening, yes. there's a ripple yes. effect. Maybe something yeah. else got avoided tonight because this happened, right? There's you know, thousands of people at this game, millions of people watching it at home. Something changed. Like I said, my night changed. I planned on my show starting at 12. At 10 o'clock, yeah. I'm like, the, the game gets postponed. As soon as that happened, I'm in the car. I'm out. Like, I got to go get on air. Like, there, there is no game to play. And, and I thought you came in tonight very prepared. Like, uh, from the beginning, I was like, wow, he's prepared today. Because sometimes you go up the top, but tonight you were, like, so prepared. And then you kind of, like, you know, depending on the calls you take, you, you get, you're going to change a little bit, you know? No, nah, I have I had nothing prepared. I, I Really? I just kind of spoke freely. And, wow. I mean, I'm a sports fan. I'm I'm paying attention. Like I said, I was I was waiting for this game. Um, And everything that I said was literally, I walked in here. Five minutes before I went live, and I just sat down and, and started talking. Like I said, there's no prep for this. There's nobody in here to say, hey, Keith, this is how we're going to do this. It's my second year on the fan now. I, I could say that I'm in my, my year two, but I didn't know how to approach this. I just tried to be careful and cautious and sensitive to the situation. So thank you for that, and thank you for adding that that positive energy and outlook um, to my show. I, I wish I skipped New Year's this, this year. Thanks for the call. Uh, I wasted my time going out on New Year's this this year. I probably won't do that again. And I didn't even go to like a bar or a club or anywhere crazy. I just went to a restaurant that absolutely sucked. That wasn't really equipped to host New Year's. I had a miserable time. And I'm not even going to put them on blast or really talk about it anymore because I immediately wanted it to end. I'm like, we wasted. We, we had 9 o'clock reservations. The food didn't come out on time. The food didn't come out right. They had some kind of ridiculous plan to stretch a dinner from 9 o'clock to 12. I was starving in the place. I'm like, how do you bring out bread at 9.15? They didn't even take our orders till till 10 o'clock. I didn't get my uh, shrimp that I ordered until 10.30. I'm like, I'm starving in this place. I made a mistake. I'm like, I should have just stayed at the crib with food and stuff. But yeah, everything happens for a reason. I'll never go back there. I don't think my my group will either. But I don't know what else to tell you, folks. Let's take another call before this is done. Brian is in Nanuet, New York. What's up, man? You're on the fan. Keith, good morning, sir. Good morning. Keith, I... What is transpiring right now between all of us? 
Uh, Brian, I'm, I'm losing you a little bit. I didn't catch what you said. I'm sorry. I want to thank you. You're heading, you're heading without you knowing it. This is like group therapy. I start work at 8 a.m. I couldn't sleep. I'm on my way into work just to be around people. What you did for us tonight was like group therapy. We were able to talk. I was able to listen. And I just want to thank you on a personal level for being there. That after what happened to Mr. Hamlin, it's any, I don't know who could go to sleep. I know I could not. And I tried, no way, but listening to you for the last 35 minutes, and it was a, a therapy lesson session. So I want to thank you, sir. And I also want to ask ESPN to stop with the highlights of the big hits and with Boom was signed years, years ago with Boom, Here Comes the Boom or something with the hits. Mm-hmm. It has to stop being uh, commercialized and yeah. being spectacular to be on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Great call. Thank you, Brian. Uh, you don't have to thank me. Uh, have a good day at work the best you can. Um, I mean, I don't know. I can't take any credit for anything. This is my job. So if I helped you out tonight, um, I guess you can thank God for that. That's God working through me. What else was I going to say there? Yeah, enough with the, like, playing. Like, even with Tua. When Tua went down and you saw his hand, I'm like, how many times do we have to see this? I don't want to keep seeing these plays over and over again. It's, it's not right, but that's all I've got, folks. Uh, be good out there. Be kind to the person next to you. We are all in this together. This is... Uh, a a night that people will remember for a long time and um, I don't know I don't know I don't even know how to sign off Keith McPherson on the fan thanks for listening I'll be back with a five hour show at seven o'clock where we'll probably keep talking about the same thing see you then Sports Radio 101.9 FM We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.